Lankgren Brewing Company, Columbus, Ohio. I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one? Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University. Beers with the Brewers. You guys ready? Do it. Aye, aye. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Land Grant Brewing presents... Land Grant University presents Beers with the Brewers, the podcast. We're recording live from the Land Grant Brewing Tap Room in Franklinton, Columbus, Ohio. My name is Walt Keys. I'm a co-founder here and creative director, and I am joined today by Eric Hafner. Howdy. And fresh from the from the, the ear doctor, and we're really we're really testing those ears yet again today. Uh, captain of the ship, head brewer Dan Schaefer. Ahoy. Uh, can I present next time? I, I would like to. <laughs> Not be the presenter, but the I intro. just want to be the one to present the broadcast to, <laughs> to whoever. Yeah, I think we could all be you know, the presenting sponsor of this podcast. And if you, if you listen out there and you have uh, a lot of money you want to give to something, you could also be the presenting sponsor of this podcast. Um, no problem on, on this end. Um, yeah, today we're talking about a... Uh, a very tasty and special beer. Uh, this was, uh, the, we are talking about Ego Brew. It is a Belgian blonde ale. It is light. It is refreshing. It is delicious. And by light, I mean light in ABV, not in flavor. Um, it, it, it's tasty. We did a small batch of this a few months ago, and everyone loved it. So it is back in a bigger bigger batch and in cans. And uh, we're going to talk all about it today, and we're going to drink it, and we're going to love it. I'm already loving it. It's very good. <laughs> and we're going to have fun, okay? Okay. That's the rules <laughs> of this podcast. So, Dan, um, why don't you uh, take take the wheel on this and yeah. uh, tell us all about Ego Brew. So, 4.2% ABV, uh, about uh, 14 IBUs. This is uh, our head of production, Victor's baby. Um, technically, it is a patter spear, so... Uh, meaning literally father's beer. So uh, this is the style that was brewed by um, Belgian monks. Um, They would sell the higher ABV stuff to guests and travelers uh, and, you know, not wanting to be completely uh, off their face for their their daily tasks would brew a a much more sessionable beer um, for their daily consumption. And this is kind of based on on that concept. Um, did you have to get ordained to uh, brew this beer? Because I saw you wearing the robes. I am um, like. currently unaffiliated. Okay, however, with, the, with the monks. Um, Dan's taking a vow of silence. He's only allowed to speak as long as it's being recorded for a podcast. Yes, yes. Hence oh, the ear doctor. Um, but uh, this, yeah, so... Uh, uh, Malt-wise, this this is a fairly simple recipe. Um, uses a couple of malts from one of my favorite uh, maltsters, uh, maltery, um, Franco-Belge, on the border of uh, France and Belgium. Uh, they're Pilsner malt and a little special aromatic, which is like the malt maker. It's just uh, 
makes things super, super malty and bready and a little bit of uh, dextrin malt for extra mouthfeel because typically when you get uh, beers that are lower ABV like this, they can be like watery and thin. We're uh, trying to avoid that. Um, uh, we've just got a, a simple bittering charge, no, um, no aroma hops in this. Uh, we did make a change from the pilot batch. There is a little bit of lemon, orange, and um, peel on both of those, dried peel, and a bit of coriander seed. And we switched up the yeast and used a, um, what did we use? Yeah, whatever BSI 500 is, that's what we <laughs> use. We, uh, it's, a, it's a catchy name. It's a different Abbey strain that uh, we we're trying to, you know, you try to pack as much flavor into these lower ABV guys as possible. Yeah, and, I, you know, I think typically I think about, and probably a lot of folks think when you think Belgian beer, you think of, you know, something definitely strong. Mm-hmm. Um, you think like Chimay and things like that, and like the, the just the classic Belgian beers that'll kind of, knock you on your ass if you're not careful um but this definitely delivers a you know a ton of that flavor that classic belgian flavor that i you know that i think about when i think of a belgian like just sort of just nebulously think of belgian beer like this is the flavor i'm thinking of but to have it only come in you know in the four four percent range perfect for the dog days of summer it's only yeah. gonna get warmer here as we uh enter the last half of august and september has been getting hotter over the last couple of years yeah this is a great um great beer garden beer for sure this time especially yeah, this time of year in the yeah late august early september um it's perfect you know yeah. this also um did really well uh at world beer cup in the i think it's belgian specialty slash session subcategory i think it made it to the final table hey so we, uh, we made some tweaks to this hoping that when we uh submitted to the gbf that we actually uh met all this time around mm-hmm. yeah and yeah that was definitely a driving force behind bringing this beer back was how well it did perform at world beer cup and i mean we, we had it on the tap room and it went pretty quickly um whether that was the the brew the brewery employees or the customers drinking it, it sometimes it can be hard to tell but um regardless people really liked it and so it, it was sort of a no-brainer to big bring back in a bigger way yeah yeah it's uh you can't ever really tell um what consumers are going to do but uh when everyone uh employee wise is like crushing the same beer people that presumably no beer um, from working in a brewery and have access to the freshest beer. When everyone's drinking the same thing, you generally know that you have like a, a good thing going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes those beers go on and it's like, oh man, have you tried this yet? Have you tried that yet? And then, yeah, the the staff gets a hold of it and all of a sudden, especially if it's a pilot batch, uh, it can go pretty quick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, all right, like, uh, should we ask uh, the question? I mean, I think I know that I there's know. a question from a listener. No, we don't have a oh. question from a listener. Oh, oh, oh! I, the other question. The other question. But if you are a listener of this podcast, <laughs> in w- in which case, if you weren't, you'd never hear me ask or tell you about this. Um, y- yeah, feel free to send us questions if you have them. Um, you can email them, Instagram them, Facebook them, mail them. Just old fashioned mail. We did get a pigeon mess. carrier. We got a question by actual mail once. Um, yeah. 
yeah, send us in your send in your questions, and uh, if we read it on uh, air, as it were, um, we'll we'll get you a free T-shirt, which is exciting. We've for got you a lot of great T-shirts us. too. Yeah. yeah, a lot of good options. Um, but yeah, but there is a question we ask uh, of ourselves every week, mm. um, and of our beer, and that's uh, how crushable is it? And I, I got a feeling this one's it's not going to set the low score. Um, but Eric, why don't you go first? Yeah, so thinking about it, putting in the science behind it, 4.2%, Belgian blonde, hot summer day. It's a six. It's a it's an easy six crusher. It's it's not going to get you in too much trouble to take down the full six pack, I think. And uh, it tastes like you know a, a nice beer that we don't have a lot of or we don't do a lot of, I guess, at Land Grant. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's good to change things up and, and keep that palate fresh. Yeah, definitely, uh, obviously, crush responsibly, you know, arrange for a ride home, crush at home already, crush safely, and uh, know your know your own crushability rating, too, I think is important. But know anyway. Know thyself is to uh, know that ego. Yeah. Um, Dan, what say you? Uh, Dan, say six. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you're taking a beer that is essentially the same ABV as an American light lager that has, you know, four or five times the, the flavor impact. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and it, uh, th- there can be something that, you know, to be said for something having actually too much flavor to make it drinkable, but I don't think this crosses that threshold at all. This is, yeah, uh, I could take this down uh, over the course of a weekend uh, uh, fairly easily. Yeah, I think, I mean, this beer was essentially created to be a six um by the by the monks themselves as as divined by god himself <laughs> i think the crushable himself herself theirself uh the i think that this is a uh, it's a divine six no doubt about it there you go speaking of divinity uh, what is uh <laughs> what's up with this uh label walt you got like a mm-hmm. humanoid no it's a so this is a uh it's a cool design. It's a, uh, a t-shirt that looks like this once. So with the name Ego Brew, and Dan, maybe you know the. Do you know the story? I I kind of I kind of yeah. know the story, and and obviously, Victor's not on here today, um, to tell that story. He is uh, currently drinking beer at another brewery, uh, in plans for a, a future collaboration, um, which we won't spoil here. But um, but yeah, I, I, yeah. What's the what's the story behind Ego Brew? The name. Yeah, so I won't uh, disparage any individuals or uh, other breweries in town, but uh, Vic's uh, former employer, uh, when he um, suggested making this beer, <laughs> pointed an angry finger at him and said, Vic, that's an ego brew, <laughs> meaning that's a beer that you want to make because you think it's cool, but no one's going to drink it. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he was quite happy to... Uh, to brew it here and prove otherwise. There you go. And so, yeah, with the label, I definitely like. I, I leaned into the sort of uh, Victor's facial s- features. <laughs> no, oh. the like sort of psychiatry of the ego and the uh, the ego and the id and all that. And uh, so, growing up, my well, he still is. My my dad is a psychiatrist, and um, he sort of had like this uh, ironic obsession with phrenology. And like, uh, if you're not familiar with phrenology, it's basically like a like proto psychiatric pseudoscience where um, basically these phrenologists feel your head and interpret the sort of the, 
the contours of your skull um, to to suss out certain uh, personality traits you might have. So oh, I'm into this. Yes, yeah, so if you have a bump in a certain part of your head, it means you're very loquacious or if you have a bump in this part of head it means you're very forgetful or whatever it's like a bunch of nonsense yeah, yeah, yeah. um I but anyway either. but my dad uh i remember one christmas we got him a f- like a an old phrenology head as a christmas gift and he <laughs> kept it he kept it in his office at the <laughs> the geriatric psychiatry hospital and uh, i think he always cut, thought that was pretty funny um so i definitely kind of leaned into that and he did actually like i showed him this label and it, he uh, immediately, he's like, if you get any promotional materials for this beer, I need everything. So um, we got to get my dad a poster and stuff. But uh, but yeah, so definitely like leaned into that sort of like, uh, sci- you know, like psychiatric whatever. And I, I, I tried to make it, I tried to make it kind of look like the cover of a like mid-century psychiatric textbook. Mm-hmm. Um and uh yeah so it's got like some some weird old like library book texture to it if you look real close but um that's where yeah that's kind of where i went with it we should do a sequel beer where we grind up a bunch of mushrooms and put them in the recipe we have ego death something i hear that happens if you take mushrooms not something that i've experienced personally (laughs) okay yeah um yeah and we could yeah an id beer uh, id brew um but yeah i don't know it's a fun label I, i like that i like how it turned out and uh I did. I was looking at the the cooler yesterday, though, and I was like, I have to stop using yellow. I've done a lot <laughs> of yellow beers lately. Um, you even have the yellow mic today. Yeah, uh, maybe that's it. Maybe it's, it's just like sub. It seeped into my subconscious. You got a bump on your head that says you like yellow. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, uh, it's fun. It's cool. Um, I'm. I, I and I. I don't. You know. I think it fits the name well. But yeah, there you go. So yeah, I, and yeah, uh, Ego Brew is available now um, in six packs here at the tap room. Uh, it's also on draft, and it should be by the by the time this podcast comes out, it should be available in stores around uh, Columbus, Central Ohio area. You should get it now before it wins a medal, because when it wins a medal, yeah. it's just gonna probably already be gone anyway. It's not cool anymore. You should get it now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, get so it before it's pr- before it's cool. Yeah, <laughs> be- like before everyone else jumps on the bandwagon right, right. get it now um but yeah great beer available now um probably really great to drink out in the beer garden i haven't drank this specific beer out there yet but i might do that when we're done recording here um yeah uh i guess like tap room we got all kinds of fun stuff going on is there anything else we need to hit on on ego brew before i move on to the rundown i think we got it no, i think we're good yeah it's great beer uh, and and definitely something a little bit uh, different, at least you know for our our, our usual stuff. But uh, yeah, so check it out. Anyway, we got a lot going on in the tap room. If I am doing my math correctly, it is uh, the 18th as this podcast releases, right? Yeah, we're recording on the 11th, so add seven. That's 18. There we go. Uh, maybe it's the 17th, 17th if yeah, we get it out on Thursday. I'm not always the most efficient <laughs> at uploading these. <laughs> well, I'm not always the most efficient in sending them to you. But, um, yeah, we got, uh, you know, our, our, we're kind of getting to the end of our, our beer garden series uh, season, um, uh, like weekly programming. But we do have live music on Thursdays, 
uh, and on Saturdays. We've got uh, movies on Tuesdays. Movies are going to go through at least Halloween, so those are those are going strong. So movie and trivia on Tuesday nights. Um, Monday night we have our cornhole league. If you are interested in participating in that, uh, I believe you can still sign up. But go to gocornhole.com, sign up for that. Uh, Sundays we have our F1 races, opening for all F1 races that aren't uh, 1 a.m. races. So check that out if you're into racing. Uh, Friday nights are all our welcome DJ series. Um, every Friday night we've got some great DJs here in the beer garden. Um, yeah, so always something going on uh, food truck-wise. We've got Ray Ray's here Thursday through Sunday, of course. Uh, Mikey's late night here Thursday through Monday. Uh, we've got a newish food truck on uh, Wednesdays. It's Flavor 91. Did I say that right? Flavor 91. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I've heard great things about them, burgers and wings and that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, tortilla here on Tuesday for your Taco Tuesday needs. Um, but, yeah, always something here at the beer garden and tap room. Um, coming up, we have our big ninth anniversary party on September 2nd. That is the weekend of Labor Day. Labor Day, as you say. And uh, we got a whole lineup. If you go to landgrantbrewing.com, um, they've got a whole page for the anniversary for the anniversary party. I know you brewers have some really cool stuff coming together for that, including like a pretty outrageous IPA that I think we might talk about next week, maybe Ooh. on this podcast. Um, and then I know we've we've got our entertainment lineup locked in and released. We're gonna have uh, let's see, Wave Runner Surf Club is gonna be here for the Ohio State game, so that's three thirty to seven ish or so. Um, so they'll be playing music through all the commercial breaks and all that fun stuff. So you can come down here watch the watch the game, but you don't have to hear you know fifteen Mastercard commercials. Uh, they'll, they'll switch to music during the commercials. Big party atmosphere, a lot of fun got magnolia playing around seven and we've got sergeant peppercorns beetles we're calling it the beetles 5k if you're familiar with the beetles marathon here in columbus sergeant peppercorn joe peppercorn plays every single beetles album in entirety plus select side projects in their entirety in one go so they start early in the morning they play all day long but they're going to do a special Special set for us where they're playing through both the blue and red Beatles greatest hits records front to back. Um, that should be a ton of fun and something they don't do very often. Um, and then we've got DJ uh, J Rolls closing things out late night. So it's gonna be a it's gonna be a party. We've got some some tasting things that we haven't quite announced yet um, that'll be ticketed. But otherwise, you can just show up and have a great time. Um, and it's going to be a ton of fun. And if you want more information, just go to the website, and you should be able to find it pretty easy. What are the Blue and Red Greatest Hits album? I'm familiar with, like, the number one's Greatest Hits album. Oh, Is man. That the only one I, what, what am that's I missing? Like the, that's, like, the new Poser Greatest Hits album. Oh, man. That came out when I was, like, in middle school. Yeah. <laughs> that's the... Well, that. so wait, there's other Greatest Hits. Yeah. 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 They were both double albums. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they span the, the chronology of the Beatles. Yeah, okay. the cover of them all peering over the uh, balcony. Uh, that's some. Yeah. I, I assume that's like Apple well, Records or yeah. hotel. But yeah, they're like the they, they were like the first Beatles greatest hits compilations. And okay. uh, yeah, the, I'm like not aware the, of these. And the, the I think like the blue one covers like the first you know earlier records, and then the, sure. the red is the is the later stuff. Um, but 
definitely like my parents those were in heavy rotation as a kid um and then yeah and then the beatles one came out and uh that was i think limited just their just their like 27 songs yeah, that went yeah, number yeah. one you know um but that should be really cool i don't know if, if you haven't seen the peppercorn marathon it's a cool unique columbus event um and if you want to just taste of it uh come down on for the party but yeah, and uh, I don't know. We probably got other stuff. We'll be open for all the football games. Obviously, that's that's starting pretty soon here. Um, Ohio State, Browns, Bengals. But uh, I think that's kind of the rundown for all the big events coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Anything else you guys want to touch on? Any you know issues of the day? I was ready to tease the movie for the the week of this. Oh movie. yeah, so yeah. Uh, let's go ahead, tease it up. I didn't kill my wife. And then oh, say. I get this. It's a movie I've only seen one time. No kidding. Yeah, it's a uh, I've heard, You know, it's comes up. A lot of people say it's great. And uh, it's a very good movie. Maybe I need to rewatch it. I mean, I didn't like dislike it when it came out, um, but you know, it stars uh, Han Solo. Anyway. Here on Earth. Okay. Glad <laughs> to have that confirmed. I was confused for a second. <laughs> did you get it? I did. Okay. I don't care. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good impression. That was pretty good. So, yeah, if you, if you don't know what that movie is, just uh, look it up. And you'll figure it out. Or you can follow Land Grant Movie Phone on we'll Instagram. Come down for a surprise. Or just come down and be surprised. Yeah. And uh, find out who did or did not kill that person's wife. Yeah. Ego Brew. Come get All some. Right. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. I think we are talking anniversary uh, beers and, you know, just general land grant stuff. Uh, but, yeah, thanks for listening, and we hope to see you down here at the, at the tap room soon. And uh, be sure to tip your bartenders when you come on down. Here, here. All right. Cheers. Out. Out.